You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Sally Wilford and Rebecca Luker were best friends. Earlier this year, I got to sit down with Broadway vocalist Sally Wilford to honor the life and legacy of her longtime friend, three-time Tony nominee Rebecca Luker. In celebration of what would have been Rebecca's 60th birthday next week, on April 17th, I feel very fortunate to be able to share this special interview with you today. So without further ado, here is Sally Wilford. Hi, Sally. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to get to talk to you today. I know. I always love speaking with you. It's so much fun. (laughs) So let's get started because we have so much to talk about. So we're going to start with the legacy conversation. So X amount of years from now, when somebody mentions Sally Wilford, what do you hope people say about you? Uh, That I was a good kisser. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I I think what I would like to say, and especially in light of everything that has been going on for all of us, Mm -hmm. and, um, and for me recently, I think I would like for people to say that I approached life with truth and empathy and sense of humor, man, mm-hmm. just sense of humor. <laughs> yes. You yeah. need a sense of humor, especially um, with everything gotta. we've been going through and, and the extra things that you've been going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- one of those, one of those things is, is losing your best friend, Rebecca mm-hmm. Luger. Yeah. Um, which I was fortunate to see both of you uh, in 2018. I'm not going to cry. Okay. Um, neither, neither will I. That's good. Okay. <laughs> I did get to see both of you at Fine Science 54 Below uh, in in your show at that time. Uh, it was also, it was called All the Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have taken that concept and show and have recorded it as an album. And um and now it's released digitally and on CD. So, um, how how do you, how do you want your relationship and your friendship, in, both on stage and off stage with with Rebecca, to be? You know, what do you want people to know about that as they when they think about Sally Wilford and her body of work? Hmm. Um, in regards to. Um... Um, so in regards to like your, your friendship with Rebecca and you're mm-hmm. working with her, when people think of Sally Wilford and they think of everything you've done, how do you want Rebecca to fit into that legacy? Oh, I, I think I would like people to remember that we were two individuals that, that we came together um, because of theater, because of arts. And then it was just an instantaneous friendship year, years ago. And we always sort of would weave in and out of each other. And then it came to this perfect time that we were able to create a show together, which was extraordinary to do. And then to have it produced in an album is even better because it's just evidence, further evidence of um, the power that our friendship was, but also that um, we both supported each other as women, as human beings. And, um, and our individualism, but then our also our sameness. And um, 
I, I think that part of my legacy now is that I am lucky enough to keep her alive in a way with this recording, which is such a gift to me and I hope a gift to everybody else. And I also know that she's wherever she is, um, always supporting me and like she always did. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, when did you record the album actually? Was this it- is this is what's crazy is that um, we did the show, uh, not that we did it at 54 Below, and then Shauna Hartley at Merkin Hall approached us and asked us if we would extend the show, make a, a, a longer version of the show for Merkin Hall in 2019, mm. which we did. And we, um, by the grace of God, we we had them recorded uh, both the rehearsal and the performance. So then fast forward to um, Tommy Krasker, after we did the show at Merkin Hall, said, I would really love to record this album. So we were all set to go into the studio in April of 2020. And then the pandemic hit. Wow. So we were not able to record. And so then we were able, by the time we were able to get into a studio, which was around August of 2020, Rebecca's illness had progressed too far that we were not able to do that. Mm. So we thought, oh, both Becca and I just said, oh, God, what an opportunity with how sad. But, you know, we just always thought we've, you know, we, 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 we have it in our memories and we have this, you know, recording from Merkin that we can just have for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then Tommy said, wait a minute, and came back to us and said, I think I would like to make turn this into a live album, use your recordings and just release it. And then he went one step further, he kept, you know, the, he's, he's a brilliant human being, in all ways. And he said, wait a minute, wait a minute, I know this is crazy. And it's 18,000 times more work. But I think that this would make a great studio album using what we have of the existing recording. And then he stripped away all of the, um, the, the audience, the live part, portion of it. And Joe Falcon, our incredible arranger, musical director, you know, genius, he uh, then added more instruments and all of these beautiful musicians um, during, the, during this time, you know, we were all shut in, recorded and by the magic of everything. I mean, it's kind of a one of a kind story that we were wow. able to, by the magic of, uh, Bart Meigel and everybody at PS Classics, they took it and turned it into what we hear now. That's it's incredible. Nuts. It's crazy. So it's actually us performing in 2019. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. How incredible. So we, we just love that. Yeah. We just have so many great memories of that night and just to have it realized and actualized is amazing. Now what's something about working with Rebecca um, that like, that worked so well between the two of you that just you didn't have like you didn't have that chemistry with somebody else. What what was what do you? There was never any pretense. There was never uh, there's no there was never a selfish aspect to it. It was all like all for one, one for all with every, with all of us with Becca and myself and Joe Falcon came on right away when we were writing the show initially. Um, in 2018. And then Annette Joless, who is our director, she was on board as well. And there was never a part of any of the process that uh, was self-centered or selfish in any way. It was always very giving and collaborative. And even with our solos, which when we chose those, it was it, we, we chose those by committee. And if something within the piece was not working, there was never any ego about it. We just said, okay, like, get, get rid of it. If it's not working, get rid of it. 
no big deal. Hmm. Um, so that was extraordinary. And the trust involved in that. And also if there was, if there was something that, that we didn't like, we just would say, yeah, I, I don't like that. Or I, I think you need to, we need a straight tone there, vibrato. Can you put pianissimo? Oh, you're, you know, she would say, oh, you know, oh, a little pitchy. You know, we would, we would, <laughs> we would, we were really frank with each other all, all around. I mean, we even, you know, we went clothes shopping together to, to, you know, for, for the shows, you know, and we were, I mean, you, you know, we're standing naked in a dressing room and talking about our show and talking about clothing. So yeah, wow. pretty special. Yeah. Do you remember the moment um, that you first met her? And and then do you remember the moment where it, your relationship went from, you know, just seeing each other as performers in passing and the moment that it went to like friendship? It was kind of one in the same. Honestly, we were doing a reading in 2004. I wish she would know. She was great with dates. I would say uh, somewhere around and she would know the date, exact date uh-huh. and almost time. Um she had an incredible memory, incredible. Um, but it was 2004. We were doing a reading of Jenny Gearing's uh, new piece called The Mistress Cycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met each other. And I think somewhere within that first day, I said, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. I, I said, and she said, oh, I'm going to go too. <laughs> and so we went into the bathroom and, you know, we're next, to, next door to each other in stalls and she just kept talking. <laughs> and I'm from a family of all women. And I thought, Oh, well, it just felt so organic. So there was Uh never a point that I can look back and think, oh, that went from professional to personal. It was just, they both merged immediately. Mm -hmm. And even if there would be spans of time where she was away doing a show or I was away doing, or she was busy and I was busy, we would always come back and there was never a hiccup. It was just, we would pick up right where we left off always. Always. That's how you know a true friendship. 100%. I, yeah. I have friends that I don't speak to on a regular basis, but the minute we speak, it's as if we pick up right from wherever that last time that we spoke was. And yeah. it's just like, yep, this is what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. It's pretty. And we're cut from such a, a similar cloth. Truly, mm-hmm. we're, we're completely different in so many ways. But I don't know, there's a core of us that was that was so simpatico way just I understood her and where she came from and Mm -hmm. and we yeah yeah it was kind of extraordinary in that way yeah I hate to have to take a break but when we come back we'll continue talking with Sally about Rebecca's life legacy and the lessons Sally has learned from her best friend Rebecca Luker Priceline presents go to your happy price what's up it's Kaylee Cuoco When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
For the fourth year in a row, Don is partnering with iHeartRadio for Can't Cancel Pride, a campaign that has raised over $11 million for the LGBTQ plus community. Don continuously strives to celebrate visibility and inclusivity for all, and that means supporting amazing organizations like Centerlink, providing safe spaces where over 52,000 community members go each week to receive critical and life-saving services. Don is there for your home, or your home away from home. So visit Can'tCancelPride.com to learn more. Hey everyone, my name is Sally Wilford and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And now we're back. What's something that you're going to miss the most about her, that you do miss the most about her? Oh gosh, I mean, just the other night I picked up the phone because I wanted to ask her. We we always sent each other really funny texts and um, um, I don't know, just check, we always were checking in with each other and I... I literally picked up the phone the other night to ask her something and I thought, oh, that's awful. But um, we had, have you ever, did you ever hear Bonquee? Bonquee? No. Okay. This will no. make no sense to you, but okay. there's this thing that was on, I think it was, um, was it In Loving, In Loving Color or, or I can't remember what, what it was, but it, it's this hysterical skit called Bonquee. Okay. Um, and we would use this and I would, it's just silly, but there were these phrases that we used that we would say, oh no, you can have a Coke. You can have a Coke. And um, we just always were, were making each other laugh, always. Um, yeah, so I will miss that a lot. Her laughter is what I will miss. She had a, mm. the best laugh. And she could tell the, she's the most, the purest looking, looking soul and she could tell the dirtiest joke. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I love that. I remember seeing you when, when I saw you both at Fine Science 54 Below. I, I mean, I just remember the, the chemistry you had on stage. It was just so vibrant and so exciting. And you could tell just how much fun you each had performing with each other. And um, I mean, I'm glad you, you get to have those memories and and yeah. me as a, as a listener and viewer get to share in some of that experience. But I have to urge everybody listening to to get your album, All the mm. Girls, because it is fantastic. And you Thank will you. get such a great insight into Sally and Rebecca's chemistry with each other and friendship. And just mm-hmm. listening to their voices is like a day at the beach. I mean, it is the most, or whatever the most relaxing thing to you <laughs> is. <laughs> it is that, listening it's, to them. Thank you. We're so, we're so proud of it. And she was so proud of it too. She was, we were, we didn't know it was the, the end Mm -hmm. of her life, but we were able to, you know, we knew that this was going to be released digitally on Christmas day. And we were doing for the last month of her life, we were, we were um, working on the edits. We were listening to it nonstop. And we also were writing the liner notes together. So I, I just lived seven blocks from her. So I was literally wearing a path. I mean, I was seeing her all the time anyway, but wearing a path to listen to it and to pick pictures and have things edited. And every time I went there, there was a beautiful, um, a beautiful uh, revolving door of of the of artists of Broadway uh, people who were there helping care for her and, and be with her. And um, every time I walked in, there would be somebody new going, "Your album is so good." And, and Rebecca go, "I'm sorry, I played it." I played it. And I'm like, "Oh no, it's fine." She was so proud of it and really excited that it was going to come out. So that was glad she that happened. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're glad to have it. We're glad to have this legacy of both of you singing together. 
um, and such wonderful, wonderful songs as well. So um, I encourage everybody to to uh, download a copy, purchase the physical CD from PS Classics, yes. stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. If you get it on iTunes, you'll get the digital booklet which is oh. really cool to read. You don't get that on the other pl- platforms if you're, if you're downloading. And if you do get a physical copy, it's a beautiful um, booklet that they, that they did. And yeah, it's kind of worth it. Now I do have um, one of my Patreon members. So one of the advantages to being part of my Patreon family is that they get to submit a question for a guest. So I actually had one of my Patreon family members submit a question for you. Okay. So, um, this question comes from the Golden Gays NYC, which is they are a parody group of the Golden Girls. Hi. Um, Hi, Golden Gays. They say hello back. Hi. <laughs> They'll be so happy when they hear you. Um, so they want to know. Um, so they're like personally singing all of the time in their head. So first they want to know is did Rebecca sing all the time? And do you sing all the time? you know, in your everyday life when you're not on stage? Yes. And yes. <laughs> yes. Always. Yeah. And are you, are you, what songs sort of pop into your head? Is it more musical theater songs, standards, pop? Um, mm, pop? It's Kyle, you know, I think nowadays right now where I am, it's more pop mm-hmm. stuff, but not necessarily current. It's probably, I don't know, um, a little throwback pop. Um, yeah, more more of that. And I'm also writing um, A, a new show for myself and B, a new album. So I'm on this deep search right now of kind of what do I want? What do I want to sing? So I will wake up in the middle of the night with, you know, I don't know. I, I'll go down a, a, a just a rabbit hole of like Fleetwood Mac, you know, just, just wake up with Fleetwood Mac in my head. I mean, it's, it's so silly. I don't listen to Fleetwood Mac, but I just thought, oh, let's just – Let's look back at that. Um, so yeah, yes. Awesome. I always, awesome. yes, always singing. I love that. I love that. Well, that was that was their question. Thank you for submitting it. Thank um, you. That was really fun. <laughs> like I feel like there 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 are actresses and singers out there that like they either are like prolific in William Finn's music or Sondheim, and <laughs> and you sing. I mean, mostly you sing Bill's music. So yeah. now I. I don't know if, if you'll be able to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it. Um, if you had to choose one Bill Finn song to symbolize your relationship with Rebecca or your friendship with her, what song do you think you would of his you would choose? Anytime. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It would be anytime. I am there. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's something that you learned from Rebecca? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just to hang up on somebody, a friend, when they call. No. Um, <laughs> oh, you need my help? Kiss my ass. Um, she, <laughs> that's so her. Kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> um, oh, God, I learned so many things. I, 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 I'm still learning from her. I think I learned mostly to never lose my sense of enthusiasm for everything in life. Mm. She, she, and she returned messages like emails in rapid fire. She was so good at like getting back to you. <laughs> and I just thought, so that's amazing. Even if she didn't have the answer, I'll get back to you. She was just really good at, at being on the ball with those things. Um, and I learned that she faced, 
she just would face everything in her life um, just with a real sense of yes. There was just always a yes about it. Um, and, oh God, I, there was just one other thing I thought of when I, when I thought of that. Um, she was never, she was really proud of all aspects of her life. Mm. Even, you know, women are so crazy about aging and, um, you know, what their, how their faces are, are looking and, you know, all that crap that we go through, especially in this business. And mm -hmm. she, she would always say, Oh, I'm so proud. I just, you know, I just turned 58. I'm, I'm so proud of that. You know, if, if mm -hmm. like last year, I remember she said that I'm very proud of my age. And, um, we had lots of those deep conversations about feeling good in one skin. She loved her. She loved being inside her own body. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Did I answer I, that? Did I just you did. on? You did. And okay. I was going to say, I know, I know what you mean about her rapid fire email responses. Cause uh, when I did interview both of you at 54 below, we had a technical catastrophe where my camera stopped oh, working yeah. and we I ended up having to record the interview on my phone, not video wise, but yeah. audio wise. Oh, yeah. And, um, and then when I, sent the transcription to both of you of the interview. I mean, she like was like spitfire right back this, you know, Oh yeah. Just adjust this. Boop, 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 boop. And it was like so quick, like you mentioned. And I mean, she was just so nice throughout the whole, the whole process. And um, yeah. 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 It's too bad. I don't have that video, but I did at least have the video. My camera did work long enough to capture the video of you guys performing, which I, I do have on my YouTube page. So that was it. So I was happy to have that. And we have a great picture. Yes. Of us together. Yes, we do. The three we of us. Do. I love that picture. picture. I know. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. It really radiates everything that, that mm -hmm. I think we all felt that day. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was a fun day. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today. I know it's like this sudden end, but uh, don't go anywhere because <laughs> we are going to have the second part of my interview with Sally will be released in a few weeks. So stay tuned. We'll have much more with Sally Wilford in a few weeks. Yes, you will. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him at all the place for the business of show. CallMeAdam.com Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam everywhere you stream podcasts. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. Follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advanced notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, swag. <laughs>